Good morning, and thank you for joining me on this Friday morning as we uh, devote uh, our Friday morning devotions to uh, packing for the uh, uh, Sunday sermon that is upcoming on this Sunday. Now, we'll be continuing our exposition of Acts, and we move forward uh, into chapter 21 of the book of Acts, and we'll be doing the first 26 verses again. Acts 21, uh, 1 through 27. This morning, I'm just going to call your attention uh, to verse 14. And uh, so if you've got a Bible and you, you have the opportunity to open it, open it to Acts chapter 21 and verse 14. Now, I will tell you with all honesty, I have dreaded moving into this section of the book of Acts. Uh, we have eight chapters that uh, uh, recount for us uh, Paul's arrival in Jerusalem, again, remember, for the purpose of bringing uh, this offering uh, from primarily the, the Macedonian churches, but also, I would assume, uh, Ephesus and surrounding areas. He brings that to Jerusalem. While he is there, he is going to be accused and then arrested there in the temple courts, and the balance of the book of Acts is going to recount uh, how he uh, eventually ends up in prison in Rome. Uh, I would say commentators divide over whether this was the imprisonment that led to his, his death. Uh, it seems to me that the majority of commentators would say that he was released from the, the imprisonment described in Acts and that he did further missionary journeys and that he was martyred uh, years later uh, by Nero. Uh, so at any rate, that's, that's what's going to be going on. The problem for me is not the fact that it's not very interesting. It is exciting. Uh, if I were a movie producer, uh, I would have a, you know a, an eight or twelve or fourteen part miniseries uh, devoted to this section of the Book of Acts. There is a lot of drama. There are a lot of uh, uh, characters uh, that uh, could be very uh, well developed and would be fascinating historical studies, and on and on we could go. But remember what our purpose is in, in preaching the Word of God. It is for the purpose of preaching Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And so we certainly understand that uh, uh, Paul is the prisoner of Christ, uh, that uh, Paul's whole, whole purpose uh, for doing everything he did, whether it was the uh, three missionary journeys that now are at their conclusion, uh, whether it is specifically this uh, uh, return to Jerusalem, uh, or whatever it is he does, it's all for the glory of God for the sake of the proclamation of the gospel. So how, does, how do these eight chapters point to the Lord Jesus Christ? Well, the whole point is that Paul will do exactly what God called him to do, mainly proclaim the Lordship of Christ uh, both to Jew and to Gentile, uh, whether at the lowest echelons of the society or at the highest echelons of political power of both Jews uh, and Gentiles. So that's what's playing out, uh, but it is uh, uh, sometimes difficult uh, to, in the specifics, to tease out uh, exactly uh, how this uh, points uh, to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, other than saying uh, this is the pattern uh, through which God and his providence saw to it that the Great Commission uh, would be fulfilled and that the gospel 
would be put on deposit uh, in the capital of the known world, namely uh, Rome, Italy. And so it is, it is fascinating, uh, but it is also a daunting uh, uh, set of chapters to preach. So uh, as I uh, was studying this morning, though, uh, I, I am, uh, while I am dreading it at some level, uh, I am kind of sobered by it, uh, I am excited by the challenge. So verse 14 of chapter 21. And since he, being Paul, would not be persuaded, we ceased and said, uh, let the will of uh, the Lord be done. One of the interesting things I've already ran across, and I, I'm a great respecter of the uh, late pastor of 10th Street Presbyterian in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, the man by the name of James Montgomery Boyce. Uh, Boyce uh, wrote widely as well as fulfilled his pulpit ministry and uh, I have uh, systematic theologies, I have books and I have commentaries by James Boyce and I, I, I think he is a wise and godly expositor. Uh, but here uh, he makes the interesting and I would say tentative probably he would say but uh, that uh, he thinks that possibly this, this whole section of Acts, uh, Paul's return to Jerusalem and all that came out of that, uh, that, that Paul was disobedient. Uh, that he never should have gone there. He, he, he should have uh, he kept about what he was doing and that, that even he was uh, wrong to submit to the Jewish rituals in the temple uh, that will be, uh, we'll see in the text on, on Sunday. Fascinating observation. I, I don't concur with him. Uh, at least I don't at this point. Uh, but it is an interesting observation and in how it is uh, that not only do we have those seemingly uh, that uh, are prophets, functioning as prophets, that uh, both warn him of what is ahead, and he's already acknowledges that this is what lies ahead. I am going to be persecuted in every city. Uh, but we have those that uh, seemingly seek uh, in the power of the Spirit to dissuade him uh, from pursuing the agenda, from going to Jerusalem. And so how do we account uh, for that? Uh, Paul says, I must go. And uh, they saying, no, please don't. And again, the scripture's acknowledging that that was something of, of the Spirit's work in them. And so that's kind of an interesting dichotomy uh, that we have there. We'll try to explore it a bit uh, in, uh, uh, in, in, in the sermon. And uh, so uh, the overarching uh, thing is, is, and again, remember this is a we section. So Luke is with Paul at this point. He's writing about what, it, uh, what has happened. Uh, and their resolve is what? Let the will of the Lord be done. Uh, that uh, they're going to pursue what they are convinced, what they are uh, convicted is what is uh, the uh, most uh, obedient course of action. And whether it meets with uh, tremendous success, uh, tremendous failure, uh, uh, incredible persecution, uh, they trust in this overarching, undergirding, sovereign providence of God. And uh, I would commend that to each of us as well. We analyze situations, we think about situations, we pray about situations, uh, we make the best possible decisions we can given the information we have, and then we trust in the good providence of God uh, that if we have uh, erred, He will correct us, and that if it is difficult, uh, He will guide us through uh, those challenging seasons of life. And so certainly Paul is about to enter a challenging se season, and he will prove 
that uh, not only is he uh, faithful, but that God is faithful uh, to protect uh, and preserve him uh, to his appointed task. So I pray that this is a blessing to your day. And I hope you'll be with us uh, this Sunday at North Clay. And I will look forward to seeing you there.